0: Hey folks, welcome back to The Water Cooler. What's up? We're out with you live and in person this time with Millions.co, our newest partners. We're so blessed and just thankful that these guys are giving us the opportunity to put our platform out there along with theirs and just take Millions and The Water Cooler to the moon, baby. Let's get it. Yep. We're excited to be here. Like Levi said, thanks for Millions for platforming us. For those of you who listen, audio version will still be available at all the same sites. Just an additional site here at Millions. So happy to be here. That being said, Leva, hit us with the performance of the day. Performance of the day is going to be an American, American vibe right here. You ready? Let's hear it. Kurt Angle, 1996, won the gold medal in the Olympics. Six months before the Olympics, breaks fractures two vertebrae in his Mm -hmm. neck. Still wins the match. Proceeds to not listen to his doctors. Goes in and destroys the Olympics, taking gold medal ninety six in Atlanta, our hometown. I had to, just I had to. It's American, we had to. It's true. Oh, it's true. Oh yeah, it, With it broken, is. It neck. is. broken, freaking neck. It's this crazy part too. Two broken vertebrae or like two mm-hmm. fractured vertebrae. Like, how do you even like function? And like move around. I know he had to take like a cortisone shot before the like wrestling match or whatever. But yeah, that's still that's that's Kurt insane. Angle. Just when you look at him, he doesn't look like he's that physical of a presence. I mean, he's like what six two. Like he's not the biggest guy in the room, but at the same time, he's just he a massive. bad man. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty big. He was he wasn't like insanely massive or anything, but he was he was a big old boy. But yeah, he uh. Yeah, you got to have so much respect for people like that just to not give up and not like just give in. Like He could have easily just given up on the match, given up on the wrestling and just said, you know what, I'm going to take my time off, do my thing. Mm-hmm. No, that's putting your head down, putting your grind on and saying, I'm doing this for me and... Whatever else. like I mean, shoot, if I had been made Team USA, yeah. I'd be happy. I mean, yeah. if I broke my neck, like yeah. I wouldn't be wrestling no, some no way. major top-level competition at the Olympics. That's a grown man move. Fun Kurt Angle story for you. So when Brock Lesnar first got started in WWE back in 2002, he had just been like an NCAA champion wrestler, and he was going around telling everybody how there wasn't anybody that could whoop him in the locker room. And Kurt Angle, Mr. Olympia, was like, "Excuse me, young man, yeah. like, you? don't yeah. don't be uh, writing checks that your mouth can't cash." Mm-hmm. And so he challenged Brock Lesnar to a wrestling match oh, in the locker room, and Kurt Angle beat Brock Lesnar in the, like freestyle wrestling match in the locker <laughs> in the wow. locker room. That just goes to show how nasty Kurt Angle is with that kind of stuff. Like you, you can put certain people in certain situations and let them just shine, mm-hmm. and that. That's Kurt Angle's like, shining moment. It's any kind of wrestling, just put him in yeah. there with anyone, he's gone. Even Brock Lesnar. Yeah, was exactly. Like, they call him the Beast, and that's a great wrestling nickname, but if you look at him, he just doesn't look human. Mm, he's just such a... He it's looks scary. more like a beast than yeah, a man. It's scary. Like Whenever him and uh, Aleister Overeem or whatever, yeah. uh, they did the UFC match, and mm-hmm. this was before they tested for anything, and you just like yeah. see them both like walk up to the stand and they're like getting weighed in and it's like mm-hmm. oh how does a human even like physically get like that like that is not human that is not human I when you just look at what Brock Lesnar does with his life he yeah. lives in Canada in the middle of a farm and just probably chops wood and hunts all day Like yeah. he's an old-school mountain man take look back to like the good old days of working out like no mm-hmm. one have to use weights or nothing just actually working. He's from a farm in Minnesota. That's just yeah, pure like knows. farm boy yeah, strength. Straight up. But great pick for performance of the day. Somebody who's been doing not too good as far as performing goes is Mac Jones with the Patriots. Oof. He's in the middle of a very fierce quarterback battle. Oof. Do you think he's going to be the starter come day yeah. one? A hundred percent. Just because I mean, it takes a couple times and a couple years for people to really like. I mean, it's just like second year and third year in the league right now. It's gonna take mm-hmm. a couple years to figure it, figure it out. But also, you can't like take too long. Yeah. Because once you start taking too long, you know you you ain't gonna have a job. You're not gonna have anything. So that's a. I guess my biggest thing with him would be is just this year. If you're not gonna do it, don't do it at all. Like yeah. you, you got to go balls to the wall. You got to go as hard as you can, no matter what. You got to mm-hmm. at least make the playoffs. If he yeah. starts, he has to make the playoffs. Well, I mean, I think they should go with him. Just he's got the national championship pedigree. He's a saving product. Like he's got the talent. He just has to be able to translate it from the mind to the field. But Lamar Jackson endorsed Malik Cunningham. Yeah, I like which Malik is pretty Cunningham, pretty dude. high praise. His plays on Friday, or yeah, I think they put on Friday. But his plays in the fourth quarter were honestly because he started out playing wide receiver and then in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter comes in and plays quarterback. rushes for like x amount of yards but it has a rushing touchdown as well That in the big time moment of the game like that is where I don't know I mean you just see stuff like that and it's it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to beat someone with that kind of charisma you know like just going balls to the wall every second every play just trying their hardest to make something happen that's and like Mac Jones obviously he's not a runner he's not any of that kind of stuff so yeah, I he's mean, kinda he's kind of the Tom Brady mold exactly. of he's just a gunner. Exactly. And, like, don't get me wrong, that, that's nice to have and all, but you also need to, uh, you have to be able to, like, run. You have to be able to get out of the pocket. You have to be able to make first down if needed. Like, there's so many different things that you have to be able to do that I believe Mac, or Malik Cunningham can do or will have the potential to do better than Mac mm-hmm. Jones. I mean, I think he'd just be able to get out of the pocket better, be a better runner overall. You I mean all you gotta do is work on your arm a little bit, and you'll be better than Mac Jones. Like me and you could go out there and throw a football better than Mac Jones sometimes. Easy now, don't disrespect the Mac Daddy. He's I don't, he's I, got it good. I don't care about Mac Jones though. I, I, don't me know he's a good guy, good good football player? But I just I wouldn't draft him if he was the last person to take. <laughs> he just that's just me. That's me. He won't do anything in the NFL, I don't believe. but I mean, probably not. There's a lot of good college athletes that you think have a lot of potential when they're in the NCAA. I think i talked in one past episode about basketball. Like, you look at Christian Leitner or Tyler Hansborough. Their yep. collegiate career is amazing. Pro career is not so much. Adam Morrison, the Gonzaga native. <laughs> and Matt Jones seems to be on that trajectory in the NFL. Bill Belichick's post-Brady career is just not going good mm-hmm. at all. Not at all. Do you think it's, he'll be able to resemble no. anywhere near his old success? No. no. And that's, like, the bad part is, it's like it was a lot to do with Belichick and stuff, but, dude, it was Tom Brady out there throwing the football, making the plays mm-hmm. happen. Like, you can call the play, but he's got to make it happen. How would you divide up the percentage of Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick as far as who was more responsible for the dynasty? Brady, because he made most of the plays. Like I just said, he's the one making the plays. Belichick's just calling him. That's fine. I mean, that's a good play call. You're doing really good, but you're not making the play happen. You're just calling him. That defense, though. Yeah, their defense has always been stupid. But that's definitely where Belichick shines on the defensive end, which is probably why he hasn't had a good job drafting and picking quarterbacks since Brady's left. Yeah, well... You gotta think about it. Mac yeah. Jones was the first quarterback they drafted when he left. They signed Cam Newton though, and that went That's horrible true. for yeah. both parties. Well, Cam Newton's been a bomb since he lost that Super Bowl with the Panthers, bro. He's. Yeah. I mean, granted though, you gotta say this about Cam Newton. Cam Newton leads almost every statistic when it comes to running the ball yeah. or anything to do with rushing the football as a quarterback. He owns every statistic possible with that, and like. For now, Lamar yeah. Jackson's probably gonna blow him out of the water with all of it, hundred percent. Like, Lamar Jackson's going to be, I don't know if he'll be number one. Who do you think is more important to the development of Russian quarterbacks? Michael Vick, Vick or yeah, Cam Newton? No, Mike. Are you stupid? That's the, I, I love you, dude. I love you. I wanted you on it. the record. I love you. But that is the dumbest question you ever How many ask. Super Bowls did Michael Vick make it to? It doesn't matter about that. You did ask about Super Bowls. You said running the football. Michael, Michael Vick would... is the epitome of running the football as a quarterback. He is the running the quarterback. He is the quarterback who runs the ball. Like, I don't care about nothing. Mike Vick is What was that game? Was it, like, a Madden 04 when Mike Mm -hmm. Vick running was, like, a cheat? Yeah, I literally just saw a tweet on this the other day. It was 4th and 39. I'm still (laughs) running the ball with Mike Vick. I don't care. I was like, dude, that is so true. Because we used to play that game on, like, the PlayStation or something. PS2? Yeah. Yeah, you could literally, like... Mike Vick is... I watch his college NFL highlights just to get hyped up. Like, if I'm having a bad day or something, 6 o'clock, going to work, going down the road, I'll just have Mike Vick's highlights popped up. Oh, let's go. Gets me going. Gets me going. Second greatest Atlanta Falcon of all time? Who's the first? Matt Ryan. Ah. Yeah, you're right. Just statistically. Yeah. Statistically. But as a player... If you're going by talent, Deion Sanders is number one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can't or Maybe Austin. Julio. No, fuck. No, no, You don't think Julio? No. Julio, I, I like Julio. Julio had, like, a span of a few years. He was really, really good. And I was like, yes, he's doing amazing. And then he just stopped. Like, he just fell off. It was like, bro, what are you doing? He got hurt. He was h- tough to watch on Tampa Bay with Brady. I was really hoping that pan out. He could have, like, a career resurgence. But that was not what ended up happening. They were pitiful. And he's on his way out, I feel like, of the league. Heck yeah, shout out Taylor, Bubba. I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Checking in on us. First live stream ever. This one goes out to you boys. Kudos. But yeah. Anyway, back to Julio, dude. It was, uh when he got hurt, after he caught that ball over Luke Keikley, do you remember that? Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was like 2013 or 14. But He just, right over him, runs in the end zone, Ah, puts his head down. Dude, he's, that was, that's when I was like, all right, Julio Jones is legit. And then yeah. after that season, it was like, Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, bro, oh, come on. I need you to do something here. We're, like, you know, all, all they had to do the Super Bowl year was score a touchdown. Score one touchdown in the second half. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. What do they do? I mean, that Super Bowl meltdown is probably the biggest disappointment and biggest choke job of all time. That's why... I, if I had to say so. Uh, that's why it's hard for me to, like, I don't know... Like, picking the number one overall Falcon and all that kind of stuff is so hard. Just because, like, the bad taste I have of 2016, it makes me not even want to, like, put anyone from that team in that category just because of how much, like, I hate I have against them. I mean, you could say that about the 90s Braves, though. How yeah, but they came through. They it won more. It doesn't won. matter. Doesn't how many matter. times did they choking At the least world they serious. won once. At least they won. They didn't get all the way there, blow a freaking 25-run lead, and, like, that's just... Speaking know. of the Braves and 20-run leads, they just whooped oh, yeah, up on Mets. the Mets. Yes. Was it 21-3? 21-3. I think it was a doubleheader yesterday. So 21-3 first game and then 7-something to something the second game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, our bats are fine. And, dude, shout-out to Allen. Oh, I can't forget his last name. Wow. It with, a with a pitcher. Yeah, it starts with a W, but he's a substitute teacher. Seven scoreless innings? or Yeah, it was seven something scoreless was innings, that. something like that. But he, uh. It was very, 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 very good performance out of him. We needed that because the Braves' last few series, they lost, went to Chicago, lost the series to the Cubs, went to the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are one of the worst teams in MLB, lost that series. Then they go to New York and just absolutely put a hurtin' on the Mets, and that was just, that was A1 to watch. Hell would suck so much in the Game 1 of a doubleheader when you get beat 21-3. to it's like why well, even bother coming out for game two? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, can York that just fan. count as both? I'm a New York fan. I get tickets to both games. Twenty-one to three. After the third inning, it's like seven to nothing. It's I'm like how about we just divide that in half, half and say they beat us ten to one the first game and ten to one the next? Yeah, game like whatever. Something, dude. It just got to a point where I mean, it had to be in like the fifth, sixth, not seventh or eighth inning, I'd say, when it's like twenty to three or twenty mm-hmm. to two. Like how do you just physically sit there and watch that game? Like as a Mets fan, like how I many were they at home? The Mets. I'm surprised they were in New York. Did they get booed? No, I have. I if I were the much, Mets, I'm sure they, like, they Probably did. That's a tough crowd. Dude, and now I wanted. I wanted to say something too. The Mets are just—they're absolutely in shambles right now, and it's amazing to watch. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you anybody's familiar with Barstool Sports. Obviously, I'm sure everyone is. But hey, they have an employee there named Frank the Tank Fleming who is, like, the biggest mm-hmm. New York sports fan ever. And the Braves live so rent-free in this guy's head that Alex Anthopoulos, the GM for the Braves, mm-hmm. actually sent him a piece of paper and, like, a letter in the mail. He now owns stock in the Atlanta Braves just because <laughs> of, like, how big is. They're trying to troll him, pretty much. Yeah. And so he, they sent him that, and he owns, like, X amount of percentage in the Braves. <laughs> and he literally looks at it, and he goes, Dude, it's from the freaking Braves, bro. I, I can't do this. And he's like, What is it? What is it? And he's like... Oh, at least I can make decisions now I have stock in the team. He started making trades, trying to make trades and stuff. It was so funny, dude. But, yeah, like, when you're doing so good like the Braves do, mm-hmm. like or have been this season, you can literally just live rent-free in a lot of people's head. That's yeah. that's how you do it right That's the The World Series is theirs to lose 100%. right now. 100%. I don't think anybody in the National League will beat them. I, I just don't see it. The Phillies might if they can keep throwing no-hitters like they did the other yeah, day. Yeah, they got lucky. Like, I can't stand the Phillies. I hate Bryce Harper sometimes, but I like Bryce Harper sometimes. He's cool. I hate he got ejected, dude. The Umpires this this MLB season the Umpires have been complete dog duke and a half, dude. It's yeah it's bad. Who do you consider to be the Braves' biggest rival? Not right now, just like in our lifetime. The Phillies or the Mets? Uh, well, I'd have like, to say the Phillies. I know historically I it's say, the Mets because of the '90s and all that. Well, I was like, gonna say? Like the earlier two thousands when like we were growing up and stuff, it was the Phillies. Because yeah. I mean, every like Ryan team, Howard, yeah, Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley, yeah. all those guys. Well, it was just those those teams were always you knew every year they were playoff bound. So that's as long as you could keep up with the Phillies, then you had a chance to make to the playoffs in the wild card. Mm-hmm. But now there I don't know we like you just said this whole entire season is ours to give up it's ours to lose, it's ours to mess up whatever we want to do but I think we're in a spot now that we're like, we have so many veterans but also so many young guys who just mm-hmm. they mold together so well it's insane. It's fun to watch too. yeah Now to backtrack back to the NFL, obviously Aaron Rodgers just started his career with the New York Jets in the preseason, got a big win. Jordan Love just started with the Packers, got 46 yards and a touchdown. How do you think the season's going to go for either one of them? I Uh, think Aaron Rodgers on the Jets, he's kind of like Chris Paul on the Suns. This is his last best chance. mm, I think it's more or less like, I don't think... All this all this hype that comes with the Jets having Aaron Rodgers, you know Garrett Wilson and whoever they whoever all the wide receivers Miko Hardman, but they uh they were talking about in hard knocks and training camp and all that mm-hmm. how Aaron Rodgers is already frustrated with the way they're playing and like how they had the joint practice with another team, I think it was mm-hmm. Carolina or Houston, I can't remember which one it was but it was it was Carolina and they had preseason like football practice against them, man two minute mm-hmm. drill they didn't even score. They didn't get down the field. Um, Aaron Rodgers got off the field, and like one of their linemen said something, and they jogged to each other. And then mm-hmm. after the practice, pretty much the whole the, the media was like, "Man, Aaron Rodgers is frustrated already. He doesn't even like his offensive line isn't helping him. His defensive line isn't doing anything. Like I mean, bro, it's preseason, it's preseason. Yeah, what's your? I think Aaron Rodgers just gives off the very abrasive personality. He's a yeah. dick. Man, that, that's what, one way to put it. So, I I, he doesn't let his emotions hide behind any type of veil. He's just going to let it all hang out, yeah. which gives the media a lot of stuff to dissect. But at the end of the day, he's still Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure the Jets will do fine. I'm predicting them right now. This was really early, but first-round playoff out. If they get that far. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers is still good enough right now. To guarantee you a competitive spot in the playoffs, not competitive, but like make the playoffs, good. and the rest of their talent's good enough. Where I think they'll make it. Uh, I just don't see them going far, dude. If I'll say, if the Jaguars play anywhere like they did last season, they're gonna be insane too. Um, that and I don't know. Trevor about Lawrence. That. Yeah, <clears throat> we were talking about the Jets, but Jaguars got brought up because I think they're in the same division. But anyway, no way. Yeah, it's like the NFC. The Jets and the Jaguars? How is New York and Jacksonville in the same? They're then the AFC. So oh, that's the conference, division. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. But, yeah, I think... I don't know, dude. I really don't see... I don't know if the Jets are going to make it in the playoffs this year. Like, I can't physically put a mm-hmm. prediction on it or say what they're going to do because I genuinely have... I don't know yet. Like, it's so hard to put that out there right here. And if I say something, mm-hmm. you know the exact opposite's going to happen whenever... But Here comes time. Yeah, but it is what it is. I, uh, I don't see the Jets. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. They're, they might make it. They might not. Do you think Aaron Rodgers will beat Aaron Rodgers this year, or do you mm-hmm. think he's going to start declining? It'll be like week 12, week 11, and you'll see. He'll he'll have a little bit of a good like mm-hmm. start, and then week 11, week 12, and then he'll just plateau and stay. Mm-hmm. Week 15 through 17 or 18, he'll just stay the same, and – it's going to be hard for them because they have so many different weapons and options that when you have too many weapons and options, it gets hard to choose who you're going to like, What which one you want to go to, mm-hmm. how you're going to get to them. You can't pick and choose favorites. But I think Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson, they're a pretty good combo together, like wide receiver, mm-hmm. quarterback duo. But I just don't know if they're going to be physically able to make it to the playoffs this year. I don't know. You're predicting an injury. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. That. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I just don't think. I don't see them making it as far as most people are hyping them up to. I'd say if peak Aaron Rodgers is a five out of five, I'm projecting he'll be like a three point eight four out of five this season. You're giving him some, some credit, or yeah, some? you're riding him, aren't you? I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, no, I mean, I get it. He's badass. Like, he's, he deserves all the hype. I mean, he showed every reason why he, mm-hmm. he deserves it. But I think there's only one quarterback who could play Father Time, and that was old Brady. Yeah, and even Father Time started beating him like a oh, fiddle last year. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Can you think of an athlete who never got beat by Father Time? Mm, no. I can only think of one. That's Bill Russell. Yeah, That's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. I'm trying to think. Uh, Tim Duncan, if he would have retired a year earlier, he could have went out saying he beat Father Tom, but Kobe, if like he definitely got his butt kicked by Father Tom. Mm-hmm. He got that Achilles <laughs> tore yeah. by Father Tom. That's true. I didn't even think about that one. Uh, yeah, it's really... Who, who I, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't really know too Didn't uh, Dan Elway retire after winning the Super Bowl? John Elway? Yeah, I, mean, I got Dan him and <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah, awesome. John Elway. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I mean... If, him I, and Shannon Sharp together were awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure by that point he was kind of getting carried like Peyton Manning oh, in yeah, 2016. Oh, yeah, sure. sure. Still, I think if you win... Winning the championship, you can't say you got beat by. Yeah, time. no, not at all. Except for Peyton Manning, because yeah. that year he was kind of bummed. That was the defense. I mean, he did hold the record for most passing yards in the season, or of all time, something like that. That that one season that he won the Super Bowl and then he retired. You know what I'm talking really? about? Really? Yeah, May I look that up real quick? Cause he, I know for a fact that he did something his last season, but it was like he. Yeah, he hit 51 yeah, uh, touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, most touchdowns in the single season. Okay, so maybe we can add Peyton Manning to the list. Derek yeah. Jeter, last game. Mm-hmm. And Fenway walk off. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's hard to beat Father Time. And especially, it's just the ego that comes along with being a top-tier athlete. Mm-hmm. You always think that you can keep performing at the level you're at until you don't. Right. I mean, it's like... I feel bad because I wanted to say chipper but then you gotta think like his no. last his last season dude I got a road I felt shoot, goodness gracious. But he got screwed. The playoffs that year. They called yeah. it an infield flyer rule and mm. the ball was in the middle of the, like <laughs> Against the Mets too of all yeah, teams. That was against the uh That was the Mets. That no, was the Cardinals. I thought it was the Mets. We played the Cardinals that series. Oh. T B S. What about uh host? Yeah, you gotta give it to him too. I mean, Miguel Cabrera, now that you say that, he just passed mm-hmm. uh, Robin Young, 19th all-time, really? sole leader, sole place in 19th over uh, 3,000 yeah. and some change hits. Nolan Ryan. Yeah. So, so uh, it's it's actually, it's, we it's, did. Mostly, yeah. it's, <laughs> mostly, it's <laughs> mostly, it seems to me, like baseball players. Right. If anybody's going to have longevity, it's going to be a right. baseball player. Right, right. But, so you were saying that you think that... Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a part of one of the best QB wide receiver duos. Could what, do you, what are you expecting out of Lamar Jackson and Odell? Oh, I don't That's think Odell gonna is going to be able to stay home. You don't. Dude, no. I think it's going to be fun football. I think the hype that the Jets have right now should be placed over Baltimore and showered all over them. I think the Baltimore Ravens this season are going to explode. Bro, I'm telling you, Lamar Jackson got paid. He got a wide receiver mm-hmm. in there. They got KJ Domins at running back. Their defense, they lost Calais Campbell, but that's fine. Falcons got him, I'll take it. Which I think he played with the ding. I don't even know if he was on Baltimore when they got him, mm-hmm. but I, mean, I think he was. But anyway, they uh, their defense is going to be rugged. Kind of feel bad for them on that. But they, they're going to have the number one offense, in my opinion. I'm calling a second round out. No, they're not making it to the playoffs. They're just going to be like... You don't think? No, they're just going to be explosive. Like, that's not, that's what I meant by, like, they're going to be insanely good. It's just offensive-wise, they're going to be... They probably won't punt, I would say, half as much as like any team in the NFL this year. They will not. Just because, like, it's going to be hard to not get first downs when you have Lamar Jackson, K.J. Dobbins, Hollywood Brown, uh, Odell. Like, you're... Like I just said earlier about the Jets, <coughs> when you have so many different options and weapons, knowing how to use them and how to utilize them, that's I don't know, that's just what Baltimore's gonna have to do. So then why don't you think they're gonna make the playoffs? Uh, just because. They're like you you gotta have defense, like you can't just go out there and put up thirty five points a game and then give up forty points a game. So you think their defense is going to really cool. trash, yeah. Uh, yeah their defense is trash but uh, they're gonna they're gonna be explosive i believe I, I really think they're gonna have an explosive offense it's just they're not gonna not gonna be able to do shit they're gonna just give up so many different i guess how would you explain it I, they'll give up so many more points than what they'll put up but they'll also put up so many points that it'll kind of be hard to beat them to an extent does that make sense not at all. Like no, they'll are no, saying. don't put up so many points, but they'll give up so many points that like when you give up so many points and you put up so many, it's like hard to. I don't know how to explain it to like where. So you think they're gonna? It. You think they're gonna be mid? I mean, they, they'll be their offense will be amazing, I believe, but their defense will be trashed, making the team. Yes, they they won't be. It won't compensate for each other. They're not gonna make it as far as. But I wish the hype would be put on them because I I really think that it's going to be fun backyard football. I hope so. I hope uh, Odell can stay healthy enough to make it fun. I just don't see it happen. He's kind of at the point where he's he's, every little knicker. After he got got hit in the head by that goal post thing, the field goal thing in Mm -hmm. New York that time, he just hasn't been the same player. But who knows, bro. I hope he comes out there and puts up 15 touchdowns, 2,000 yards. That'd be sick. That'd be awesome. Matt Mahomes actually just predicted a Chiefs three-peat. I can't say uh, follow him there, but I do like to see confidence. Well, really? They haven't lost anybody or given up anybody. So, I mean, that's just pretty much the same team coming back. Yeah, but it's just math. Like, when was the last, or like statistics? When was the last time a team three-peated? I don't think, not three-peated, but went back-to-back. 2004-05? Give me, let's see, August, September. Give me five months and I'll get right back to you on that. When them dogs go threepeat, baby. <laughs> Not a shot. And man. then I'll say, we'll go back to the stream and say, so who, what, who do you think was the last whatever, whatever? I'm going we'll say, hey, baby, how about them dogs, baby? How about dogs gonna get put down? Who's that coming down the tracks? And- <laughs> I don't know about who, but somebody's gonna get them. <laughs> Same thing with the Chiefs. I mean, I understand they've had a lot of long seasons the last five years somebody's gonna get hurt something's gonna mess it up i just hope not patrick mahomes because he's my fantasy quarterback yeah. hey let's see where's our chat at can you see the chat no, yeah right it. here nobody said anything mm-hmm. that's funny that is awesome but yeah i i'd uh what are yeah, they, they saying they talking but uh oh dude yeah and thing about father tom when we were talking about it, this one goes out to Taylor good stuff. He said Vince Carter. Absolutely not. <laughs> I knew that's Absolutely what you would not. say. <laughs> not. Vince oh, Carter no. was dog water the last When he played with the dude. Hawks, dude. <laughs> he had a quarter of three one time. He starts running down the court and the ball was already halfway down the court and he's like, Oh running back to the like the basket, catches a ball, cherry picks. I'm like, Let's go Vince. Let's go Vince. The one thing I can say about Vince Carter is, of all the people to be able to have a second career as a six-man bench player, it should not have been Vince Carter. Yeah. But you would have never thought the athletic, like, hyper-athletic guard who can't really shoot. Hey, I want say one thing about Vince Carter, though. If you ever see this stream for some reason and you want to play golf, you just let me know, buddy. We'll, we'll go play Bridge Mill any day of the week, twice on Sunday if you want to. I got a, I got a threesome and fourth one, Whatever you want to play with, we'll, we'll, me and you will go if we need to, brother. I don't care. But we'll go play some golf in Bridgemount. Uh, I'm really liking him as an analyst, though. You know, you know, you're too old when you become an analyst while you're still playing. Cause I remember his last two seasons, he would do playoff coverage for ESPN. Yeah. He, uh, I'm pretty sure he does stuff with the Hawks now, like in yeah. Valley Sports and all that. Yeah, I believe it. Dude, that's where it's at though, like having a great career and just being somebody that's known all the time in the NBA world or MLB world and then instantly retiring just to get paid to talk about what you were just doing for twenty years, like I mean Brady's getting paid what ten million from Fox to be a commentator. Yeah, I'm sure it's something stupid. What are you thinking about Baker? He's taking Brady's spot in old Tampa Bay. Uh I don't think Baker no that'll be trash. If the, seriously if the Falcons do not win this freaking division this year we, I mean dude I don't know if I'll ever be able to watch the NFL again like this division right now the NFC South is so bad so bad you got the Saints all they have is Derek Carr Cam Jordan and then you got CJ Stroud over in uh, or no you have Bryce Young in uh, where is it Carolina mm-hmm. right yeah Who does he have? Who are his wide receivers? I have no idea. They're supposed to be – their defense is going to be sick. The Panthers are, but that's it. And then the Buccaneers, you have Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask as your two QBs. Like, if you're going to – oh, God. If you're going to hype up Kyle Trask to be your starting quarterback in the NFL, you know for a fact that your team has absolutely zero chance of putting up 20 points a game. Impossible. Would you consider Baker – Oh, uh, yeah, Bryce, dude, uh, Bryce Young does have DJ Moore. He came for the Bears, and, dude, he well, he is sick. He is, like, one of the best wide receivers in the game right now. I will give him that. Good good, good shout-out to you on that one. He helped me with that. I forgot about DJ Moore. They acquired him this offseason. Sick nasty. Can they not text their chats in the stream? Not yet. They uh, Something's going on. What, they have to make accounts and stuff. They're kind of just, like, popped in. They don't have an right. account made or anything. But next stream, they'll have it all set up to where we'll they'll chat with us and they'll, the whole nine yards. But they can see us, hear us. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Millions. I don't, make, don't mean to make you look bad. <laughs> Sorry. I have a bad tendency of doing stuff before thinking about it. He does. I can attest to that. <laughs> but would you consider Baker to be somebody who was a great college player who kind of flamed out in the pros? Yeah. Like, he had the hype up. Oklahoma and then when not like doing his thing in Oklahoma like I had, football two I had a lot of respect for Baker Mayfield in college when he uh they were playing Kansas and the Kansas players just shake his hand, he's on the <laughs> sidelines he's like, You guys are a basketball team, like why are you even playing football? And then the guys from across the uh sideline like yelling at him or whatever and he just like sits there and he grabs it, he's like, Dude, eat it is like bloody bro is freaking hilarious. Yeah, but I don't like Baker Mayfield in the NFL now. I, it's not that I don't like him in the NFL. It's just he's so he's all over the place. Like one minute he's bringing the Rams in a two-minute drive in his first game with him to win the game, and then the next week he's one for 19 with three interceptions and negative 14 passing yards. Like how do you have negative 14 passing yards, dog? Like come on. <laughs> what are you doing? But yeah, that's just the inconsistency that comes with Baker Mayfield's card. For sure. Now, moving on to basketball, FIBA World Cup's about to start. Mm-hmm. We whooped, is it Spain today? It's Serbia. Serbia. And you start with an S, yeah. like 90-something to 60-something. Luka Doncic and his team, he, uh, yeah, we absolutely destroyed them. But, I mean, dude, FIBA, I don't really, it's cool and all, but it's just when you put a bunch of no names I mean not even no names, but just like okay. I, the well, only middle s- tier, I would say. Like the middle it's de- like the, decent the tier of the It's NBA. like the young guns. It's like you uh, got Anthony Edwards, I mean, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram. And that's pretty much it. Same with a bunch of no names. Yeah. Do um, you think there's a way that they could get more well known players to do FIBA? No. Like if the NBA isn't gonna pay these people to play the way they what they want to be played in FIBA Obviously, I'm sure they're making a little bit of money, but, like, they're not going to go out there and waste their summer not getting paid. Not do like, I don't know. They're not going to waste their time doing stuff that's not going to make them more money or they know for a fact they're going to go out there and win the whole thing. Because this European basketball is way different than any kind of American basketball. Those dudes, granted, we just killed Serbia today, but, like, those Europeans, when it matters, they play a whole different type of ball game. See, I just wish more people would view FIBA not as a waste of my summer because i'm playing basketball for free but look at it just a way to get yourself ready for the season play against competition you don't usually play against and just enjoy playing basketball representing your country and getting basically a free gold medal dude no athlete besides the world baseball classic usa baseball team no athlete gives a rats about their country and supporting their country you know that they're they're there for the money they're there for the money and if they're not getting paid to go out all summer long and go jerk off and do whatever and then go play ball against some Europeans come back to the hotel and hang out they're not able to do what they want to do like that man it's just sad do you think the NBA I don't even know if they're allowed to but they could put in incentives like a extra financial boost if you do play for the Olympics or if you do I'm sure they do that like I, I mean which i again, I don't know, but I'm sure they would almost have to because who like I just don't see an n b a player making twenty million ten million dollars a year whatever it is is gonna waste their summer knowing that they could do their thing, spend time with their people, mm-hmm. like do their things to get paid and all that work out on their schedule and it goes more or less like what you were saying. Why can't they just go out and represent their country and do the right thing? And like, why does it have to have this and that and that and this? Mm-hmm. All these incentives added. Like, why can't it just do... You're representing USA Basketball. Like, this is one of the most prestigious things that we have. Yeah. You... Like, why would you not want to do that? And it just oh, my like, mind. When you think of USA Basketball, who do you think of first? On oh, the Dream Team. Josh Hart or, like, Steph Curry? Like, it's just sad to see us not being represented by the best of the best. I know it's not a big deal. Well, it's no. like more or less when you have Jalen Brunson as your starting point guard, right? Or you could have Kyrie Irving as your starting point guard. It's like, why though? F- would I watch Jalen Brunson instead? Like, I mean, like, okay, know, like, Kyrie Irving barely plays for the immediate Well, I'm, and I'm just saying, like, it's, and, the and world, it's okay. not just Kyrie. I mean, any, I get any. The point. any any top tier like Steph Curry like why 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 would he not go like you, people like that it's like why would I watch Jalen Brunson go out there and break over for five from three pointers when I know for a fact I could be watching Steph Curry on YouTube in his mm-hmm. camp going nine for nine from half court like why yeah. hey, there's just you gotta look at it way different than what they are people like our generation of stuff when it comes to sports and basketball and baseball and all that whole nine yard if it's not hyped up by ESPN. It's not hyped up to this and that. It's not going to be even talked about in, a, in any kind of realm. It's never going to be talked about. And that's why FIBA, like, no one talks about it because no one hypes it up. No one brings this superstar potential, mm-hmm. the media, the drama that comes with everything. That's why the NBA is so hyped up because there's so much drama-filled bullshit going on. It's like, dude, it's mm-hmm. almost like keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, what Pretty is, much. Like, good God makes it, it it's that's, like you can follow the NBA and not even watch a single game just if you watch ESPN or Fox Sports every day and another thing too like it may not always just be it's like yeah the tape just said it may not always be the player too it may be the team who like you like Yo, we're paying you this amount of money we don't want you going out there and risking this or risking that to be injured and stuff so like I mean yeah I remember no when Chris Paul was playing or not Chris Paul, Paul George and he got hurt on yeah, oh UCLA and all of a sudden everybody just dropped out. Oh, that was so sh- that was bad. Do you remember that? That was I bad. I've seen the video. I wasn't watching it live, but that was bad, 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 bad. I will never forget that. Like he goes up and when he's mid air, it's like oh, he's about to land on that goal. Oh God! Oh, he landed on the goal and then his leg just. Is like I was watching. Degrees. I was watching Gordon Hayward live when mm-hmm. he snapped his ankle. We were together on that one, we? not? No, I don't we're, think so. We were... We were oh, Kevin Ware. Yeah. When Kevin Ware popped his leg out. Ugh. That was disgusting. <coughs> oh, my God. I just remember with Gordon Hayward, he did the ankle thing, mm-hmm. and they just instantly cut the camera to Dwayne Wade, crouched down praying. Yeah. And I was like, geez, something. Because the Celtics were supposed to, like, go to the finals that mm-hmm. season. They supposed to be Them, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, like... That was going to be a nasty team. and That just did not pan out at all. That did not happen. Yeah, you hate to see stuff like that too because not only is it just gruesome, it's like, bro, he has spent so much time, effort, money, Mm -hmm. like putting in so much grind and work to get to that position just for him to be on the main stage and all that and it just, your leg gives out on you. But I don't know, and I get not wanting to play to get hurt, but those same players who don't do FIBA because they're scared of getting hurt, Also, do stuff like the Drew League where they play pickups at UCLA all the time with LeBron. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, I mean, mean, like the Drew League and stuff, that's just, that's a sentimental, like, that's always going to be something that, especially from people from the West Coast, more or less. Like, that's like, that's like uh, Jamal Crawford up in Seattle. Every dude, Jante Murray, for example, like all those dudes that are from Seattle area and all that. They go play up there. It's like dudes from Atlanta coming down here and playing e, uh, A-E-B-L. Like, that's like, that's just like pick-up ball. Like, I get what you're saying, but... And you can get hurt just as oh, easily yeah, playing a You can there. get hurt yeah. walking down the road. Like, I mean, you just, that's the risk you take. But I guess, I don't know how they look at it, and I don't know what their mindset is, but the only thing I can think of when it comes to, like, the true League and those mm-hmm. pickups and stuff is they know for a fact that they're not going to do... Or the, the guys are playing aren't going to do something mm-hmm. to them that they don't... like yeah. they, they don't know what's going to happen when they're playing in FIBA, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you never know what's going to happen playing in Drew Leagues and stuff, but they just feel like they have a better chance of not getting messed up, you know? Yeah. Just because it's kind of like pickup. I I guess if you feel like you're tearing something, you can just quit, versus if you're in a game, you got to right, keep going. But, but that's just food for thought. I don't know. I would like to see a way for the league to fix it, to send our best uh, people. 100%. But now, Adam Silver's got so much to do with, I feel like we're going to be stuck with a bunch of crappy FIBA World Cups for probably oh, the next 20 years. Dude, dude, 100%. There will never be another Dream Team. Like, Okay, people talk about the Dream Team. I think the 96 men's Olympic team was better. Mm-hmm. Like, the Dream Team looks good on paper, but if you think about it, Magic and Bird were old. Pippen and Stockton were young. Like, the names are there they definitely are the best names ever assembled but if you look at that 96 team you got prime shaq prime elijah one prime gary payton like everybody was just in their prime i i would take the 96 team over the 92 team you know the roster for the 96 team not, right, not off the top of my head. Yeah, let me pull it up for you just so you can weigh in better on this debate and look prime for prime. I don't I don't, I don't think it's gonna change my my opinion, brother. It might. So okay, the ninety six team roster, you have Charles Barkley, Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill, Carl Malone, Reggie Miller, Akeem Elijah one, Shaq. Gary Payton, Scottie Pippen, David Robinson, John Stockton, and Mitchell. That's your stupidest take you've ever had in your no. life. Because look at the age. Nobody on that team is above the age of 34, and nobody's younger than 23. Like, that's just pure prime basketball right there. Yeah, but... If you look at the dream team... The dream team was just... You had Christian Laettner. You had Larry Bird, who's 35. Oh, well, you had David David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Larry Bird, yeah, Scotty t- Pippen, hold Michael up. Jordan, okay. Clyde da- Drexler, Carl Malone, John Stockton, who was four years younger, Chris Mullen, who was sick, Charles Barkley, who was four years younger, and you had Magic Johnson. So, no, you just because sick. of Christian Leitner at the top, doesn't no, Okay, think about it, though. Who you taking, Patrick Ewing or Shaq? David Robinson's pretty much the same. Like, yeah, but if you have David Robinson and Patrick Ewing playing at the same time. Could it Shaq and Hakeem Olajuwon? Yeah, you got... That one. was the same... 96 was like two years after Hakeem Olajuwon completely diced up Patrick Ewing. But who's going to stop Bird, Magic, and... Bird was 35. Bird's back was stopping him. But he could shoot. It don't matter. He could be he could be in a wheelchair. Nah, not, he could shoot. Nah. Yes, he Bird can. was washed but 92. Yeah, dude, don't Absolutely Bird can not. Always shoot Let's look Bird up Bird's 92 stats. Old. He could shoot better than both of us right now. In 1992, Larry Birds averaged averaging 20 points a game. And for, he only played 45 games that season. There you go. That's what I'm saying. 45 games. He was 35. A, he played half the season. But he still averaged 20. He's still going to give you that work. Yeah, He's and you know who's going to give him that work? Please don't say work? Mitch 20, Grant Hill, Grant Penny Hill. Hardaway. God, don't. you think Larry Bird, you think Penny Hardaway was gonna work? You Larry, think thirty-five-year-old yeah. <laughs> Larry Bird can keep up with Grant Hill, and uh, Penny experience. Hardaway? It's experience. It's experience. It's experience. It's experience. No, nah. the '92 team would have ran the floor with this '96 team. Absolutely, all 90. because of experience and how much they played well together. That's just Oop. that's how it would have been. You uh-huh. know it too. I I would take '96. I think we that's, need to go. We need to go on two K. And have the uh, we need to live just stream on the we simulation. Need to, we need to live stream it from through millions and just have a simulation playing in the back. <laughs> Whoever wins, <laughs> the only thing the ninety two team has better than the ninety six team is Jordan, which I will give you. That's a lot, but I don't think it's enough to overcome. That team was sick. You can't say they weren't. they We're sick, sick, sick. What ninety six team do? They won the gold. What ninety two do? Won the gold. There you go. I mean, they're both sick. Yeah. What did the 2000s team do? Not win gold? My <laughs> luck. That was 2014 that didn't win gold. Oh, was it? That's yeah, right. 2001. Oh, 2006 okay. didn't. Oh, yeah. Or 2004 didn't. Let's see who the 2000s team was. Let's see. Because this would have been. Let's see. You had Sharim Abdurrahim, <laughs> Ray Allen, Vin Baker, Vince Carter, KG. Tim Hardaway, Alan Houston. These guys are absolutely getting destroyed by 96 and... Antonio McDiess? No way. No way. Steve Smith. I need that. Alan Houston. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What happened from 96 to 2000? That's scary right there. Who was on 2004 that got... And shout out my mom and dad they're listening right now. My <laughs> dad said Larry Bird's the man.
1: <laughs> oh, he was the man in his prime.
0: <laughs> the <love but> <sighs> yeah, that's yeah, how I mean shout out Don and J V. Dude, it's just it's I love so much debating about that kind of stuff because the way I always looked at it is experience beats a lot of things. Like, no matter what it comes down to, whether it's basketball, work Mm -hmm. reading a a book it doesn't matter like if you have experience in something compared to someone who's younger but they're talented and they're good and all that stuff when you have experience and you have like that chemistry who would you rather have in 2002 michael jordan or tracy mcgrady okay see it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine i'm gonna say t-mac but it doesn't mean that tracy mcgrady or it doesn't mean that Michael Jordan still wasn't, like, experienced. Like I mean, I'm not saying Larry Bird wasn't experienced or so he wasn't good. But their rotation was more experienced. Like, they had that more chemistry than the 96 team would have. They were playing each other for almost 20 years. Well they weren't? They not. They started in the early 80s. It's like, 13. So yeah, okay, 15, sorry, 15 yeah. I years. I am just saying, being really accurate. So, for like 15 years, that's all they did was play against each other. And then those runs that they would have at UCLA and then LA and all that, dude, that, that well, kind that of stuff. same that, argument not apply to the 96 It team. would, but I just don't think that the 96 team is as good. I agree I just think agree. That the I just think the older team, the 92 team, was just, they had way more... Experience together, as but you just said that the reason the ninety two team was better was because John Stott and David Robinson were four years younger. Oh yeah, and more, and that's fine. But they st- it- well, I'm saying as a whole, they had more experience together than the ninety six team would have. That's just that's what I think. They had more experience than like when you were putting these guys together for fifteen straight years, right? Mm-hmm. And they're running every single season. But some of those guys other. weren't together for 15 straight years. Well, not every single one of them, but I mean the main majority of them. Like the starting five that's on that rotation right there, yeah. the 92 team, they played against each other for dang near 15 years. Every single run and open run they had mm-hmm. was against each other or with each other. But that same thing would apply it to the It would 96. apply to the 96, but they just weren't as. like The, the names, Burnley, the names, and on, and the names on the rotation for the 92 and the names on the 96. The 92 team, they're winning. You can't say that the 96 team will beat them. You can't say that. Like, you really, you right, got to right. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take that back. There's just no way you can think that. The dream team does not get beat by the 96 team. we got to do this. we got to simulate it now. We have to find the simulation. We'll see. We have to. We have All to. right, well, in the real world, Marcus Smart just got oh. traded to the Wizards, and Kristaps Porzingis is now on the Celtics. Poor guy. So. Poor guy. Goodness, I it's sad to again. see Marcus Smart. He's been pretty much the lifeblood of the Celtics mm-hmm. for the last He's been five, six years. No, no credit for it whatsoever. It's all Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. That's. I mean, talent's what gets the hype. Yeah. Not. I mean, when you go to Duke and you're like, you're, you're the face of Duke, and then you mm-hmm. go into the league, and then you're the, the face of your team. I mean, you're always gonna get the hype like Jason Tatum did. Sucks. You're gonna do when you go to Wheeler, you're just gonna get so hot, up. That yeah, you go, to, you go to Cal and then you get three hundred million dollars every year for the, ne- the next next <laughs> year I mean, career. I think Chris was is pretty overrated by this point, oh, dude. Like, he had potential he had, to be a great yeah, player. His, what was it, his rookie year? He did good. Yeah. He yeah. A unicorn. A, yeah, that was about it. Which dude? That's what bothers me so much about people going to New York and playing, is that. Like, once they have One, a stretch of, they, not even a season, they have a stretch of good games. Lynn Sanity? Yeah, like, do they have a stretch of good games, and then it's like New York shows up, and then, oh my God, Madison Square Garden's filled every night to watch this guy. And the next season, they're like, dude, this guy's so trash. Why do we even like him? Lynn Sanity, nobody that has gotten amazing. farther on less than Jeremy Lynn. They made a Netflix documentary about <laughs> I mean, um, he played for. Four or five different other teams for at least six seasons after that. Yeah. That's, he played for the Hawks. Yeah, it's like, dude, that blew my he mind. He plays in China now. But mm-hmm. oh, How long did Sanity last? Like a month or two? Yeah, if that. If you, yeah, a couple months. Remember Insanity in March Madness? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Dude, I just can't believe that Marcus Smart is going. He has to play for the Wizards now. That's like in the After, they, after they traded Bradley Bill, too. Like, he is literally going to be the only good player on that team. And I feel so bad for him. He doesn't deserve any of that. There are certain teams, like, once you get sent there, your career is basically done. Unless you demand a trade. Yeah. Like the Kings, the Bulls. Oh, not the Kings. Not not anymore. You don't think? No. The Kings are legit. They got De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis. Like, they're legit. Maybe they, they made it to the playoffs last year. They did? Yeah, they, they almost beat the Warriors. They got beaten in six games, seven Okay, i retract the King from that. But you season. had every right to because they have always been like that. Like The last time they were good was 0-2 when Kobe and then went back. Chris Webber? Yeah. That series was rigged. Dude, and uh, shout-out to what was it, uh, Darius Miller and I uh, can't even remember the other guy's name, but they have the Knucklehead podcast a couple NBA mm-hmm. vets, and they had on Mike Bibby the other day. Mm -hmm. And Mike Bibby was saying how he believed that the 2000, I think they were 2000 or 2002, the Kings, that team was probably one of the best teams that's ever played. Like, if they wouldn't have got beat, by uh, Kobe and them, in the Game game 7, he said they turned the ball over more times, missed more free throws, and the game went to overtime. He was like, dude, if we would have changed three different things about that game, we would have been easily one of the greatest I'm sure he'd have loved to have changed not getting elbowed in the face by Kobe. Yeah, I know that hurt. Good God. Have you seen Mike Bibby lately? He's dude, huge. He's Oh my gosh, bro. Like If he like, would have man, been that was... muscled up when he was with the Hawks, he could have played center over Al Horford. Dude, he was... It's scary now because like, he looks just like a big old bullfrog. Just like... Just sort of yoked up. It's like, dude, what in the world is wrong with y'all? No. It was, but yeah, it's rough. I mean... I don't know. I think the Celtics... They're going to be mid. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always going to be the same few teams, and then some other teams will come mm-hmm. in, and then it'll be them for a few years. And so, last note of the day, James Harden mm-hmm. has just said he's sitting out training camp with the 76ers. Has anybody pitched more fits with absolutely nothing to show for it than James Harden? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe think the Ky- Kyrie. Now, Kyrie's, Kyrie's got a ring. Yeah. I think but, it's... Not since he started pitching fit right but right yeah right. he got at least he can say NBA champion <laughs> Kyrie Irving is sitting out of this training camp well he started acting like that after he won too that's the bad part like he got a championship and completely like went from like the good guy to the villain ASAP. Mm-hmm. like dude he switched up so fast I don't think I've ever seen in sports a guy go from being so loved and like a champion to just next season mm. dude I hate this guy calm down good lord but like he has screwed himself so many times by just not shutting his mouth and just playing ball so yes, yeah keep your mouth shut play ball that's all you gotta do and you're getting paid how many yeah. millions of dollars he thinks he's a philosopher dude I'd go out there and clean that floor with a freaking Kleenex for a million dollars Like, you give me his check I'll go do what you want you can jump in the rap. could you imagine a podcast with Kyrie and Kanye yeah I don't want to think about that. Imagine just like the philosophical weeds that we get into. You know how cringy that would yeah, be? That'd be terrible. They'd say some of those outlandish yeah. things. To <laughs> man. Uh, Lee. I wouldn't even know what to think about that. That'd be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> they get um, views though. Yeah. Streaming That's, on millions. Yeah, dude. Kanye and Kyrie <laughs> come to millions. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Yeah, dude. I had a good time this first stream. Yeah, I had a great time. We're going to be doing it weekly. Mm -hmm. Look forward to seeing y'all in the future. Yeah, I think next weekend we'll... uh, Every Sunday at 6 o'clock you can catch us here on Millions or you can watch it the old way through Apple Podcasts, Spotify... Google Podcast, whenever it what you can also, If millions doesn't work by chance and like you can't get the stream or whatever to pop up, you're more than welcome to go to YouTube, right, and look up... The yeah, water we're cooler. doing a joint stream yeah, so on YouTube. You'll so. be able to go to YouTube as well. If you can't find us on here, just go to YouTube, look up the water cooler, and I believe it'll be either show up as a live stream on YouTube or it'll mm-hmm. have the live stream as soon as we're finished up and posted over there or whatever. But yeah, sounds good. We'll catch y'all next time. Have a good one. Appreciate you guys.